previously on Dungeons and Drama Nerds. So it has been a few weeks since our previous solve. It's September now, and everyone is anticipating the fall show at the Brindlewood Bay Community Players. Uh, yes, Lane is watching the CBS Sunday Morning Show. And that's reminding her of the um, local director in town, Jones Galois. The image all of a sudden turns from this kind of sexy, domineering force to a face that turns towards you, and it looks like he's missing an eye, is an empty socket oozing blood and pus. Hi, I'm Eddie Rue. What's your name? Uh, hi, I, I'm 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 Jenna McAllister. Um, I, I'm I'm the new district attorney in town. Ah, oh, shit! Are we under arrest? Oh, you're seeing the show. Oh yes. Are you seeing the show? No, I've just heard things. You know about the show. I, I know that Mabel took it in a whole different direction than Jones was, and they've lost like half the cast. Well, now we gotta see this play. That's based on a movie that came out about a year ago. That it's sort of a, a concept production of Hamlet that is based off of a movie that I'm not sure any of you saw called Scream. Jones Galois, the man that you saw this morning with the missing eye, you know directs almost every single production that you have ever seen at the Brendlewood Bay Community Players. But you know that his name has been removed from this production. The person who gets cast in everything, Killigan Ernst, who is in his 60s, is playing Hamlet. From the other side of the curtain, you're just hearing like screams and yelling and anger. You hear like a shout from the ladder being like, I am going as fast as I can, Mabel. And it is uh, a 60 year old Ginger Hale. She's been working at the theater for years as the light tech. And then you do see a stage manager. I'm Numo, I'm Numo, I'm Numo. That's who I am. <sighs> Liam Regent, who is the actor playing Claudius, as well as Hamlet's father, as well as many, many other things. He's killing it. In fact, the only person who's not killing it is Killigan, who looks like he's just kind of disoriented. And the entire cast is sort of like waiting for him to like finish this moment. A light falls upon his head from above. <gasps> he is lying oh. there on the ground. Lights are up. Holy shit! Hello! I am C. Meek Smeeker, and I am the keeper of this Brendlewood Bay campaign. Um, so we're in this theater. Um, Numo is screaming, holy shit, holy shit. And he's run on stage and he's like, he's doing this and the entire cast has come out on stage. And so very quickly, you're starting to see that this was not as many deviations as they have taken from the original Hamlet. This is uh, not planned. I, I, think, I think Doris is gonna kind of jump into action and go see if if no one else knows first aid, she still she knows some first aid. <laughs> Slash CPR, hopefully not needed, but who knows? Is there first aid for a broken neck? <laughs> I'm assuming Demeter is like paralyzed with fear, so I'm just gonna take a tissue and like just dab some blood specks off. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and she's definitely. I love it. She's got blood on her face, and she's just like, uh, uh. Yeah, and she's flabbergasted, traumatized. Jones is on his feet in the back lane. Like, you can see that he's on his feet and he's running up. Uh, but Numo is there uh, trying his best to do CPR. Uh, he's told Mabel to go call 911. He's on top of it, but the entire cast is standing there. Uh, and it does it does not look good. In fact, it does look like he is dead. Um, and Numo finally, like, does, like, the whole, like, lifting up, letting the arm drop. Yep, pretty sure he's dead. Eddie, I think Eddie Rue is going to get everybody else, everybody else, and we're all just going to like, I'm, I'm just going to say, all right, ever, let's not gawk, let's not gawk. And I sort of like gather folks out into the lobby, 
just so we're not all standing over a dead body, right? And to give Numo space and Eddie to Roo give... has to pull Lane. <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not bothering with any of the mavens. They can do whatever they want. It's really I just say, getting... I am like scribbling furiously now in my notebook. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting everybody else out and away as much as I can, right? To see like, and, and feel free to tell me if there's anybody that doesn't do, go with me, but it's like... Let's not gawk, ladies and gentlemen. Come on now. Come, 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 come. Let's give them some space. It's a horrible thing. Let's all, you know, uh, and I go out and I just open up all of the wine. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right. We're all going to sit here and we're all going to like, and I'm just going to start a pot, a kettle of tea, you know, and like cut up more fruitcake and a little beat, little bits and say like, we're going to sit here. We're going to wait for the police. We're all going to do it together. That sort of thing. Demeter and Ginger and and uh, Xavier all came with you. All of the cast, though, is in the other room um, with the other. They Mavens. refused to leave. Oh yeah, they're like, no, we are here. Um, uh, but they are. But uh, Demeter and Ginger and um, Xavier are with you um, in this room, and Demeter is trying to protect people from eating the fruitcake because she already had some. So she's just like, sure. she's like, and oh, I just thank keep you. Putting more, putting more pieces <laughs> on people's. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I want to do a move or something. We got to start doing some moves. Is it is it nighttime now? It is nighttime. So we are in we night are in moves an, now. We we now have like an unsettling place to be in. So we can meddle. We can do lots of things. And at least one of the lights is out. <laughs> Remind me, Ginger is out in the lobby now, correct? Yeah, Ginger's out in the lobby with Eddie Rue. Um, so let's, before we go back to the lobby, let's check in with Baby, Doris, and Lane. What do you guys want to do? So Doris is definitely staying with Body because um, she's like, oh, I've got some EMT training. And like the, the hand went down and she's like, that's not going to help. Like Body's, body's done. Um, but the cast is all in there. I just kind of wrote stuff down in my notebook of what happened really quick. And just looked around and noticed everybody else was gone. So I'm like very slowly, like trying not to look like I'm gawking, but just very slowly making my way to the door just to see if anything else happens. <laughs> With like the faintest whisper of your tracksuit. Yeah, it's just very gentle, like <laughs> raising along the seats. <laughs> Fantastic. Lane? Um, Lane, is, uh, Lane is examining the light that is sort of uh, fallen. I assume it's a par can. Given this is a community theater. Oh yeah, um, they don't have legal money. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, no. They Source Four came out in 1992. They they're not going to have that for another four or five years. Yeah, I was about to say it's like an eight inch. Like it is a ridiculously large light. Yeah. Um, what Lane is trying to look for is like what is the damage to this light and how far in was the clamp screwed? Like thinking of the gauge of the uh, the pipe. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. is there a safety? That Fantastic. Broke. <laughs> um, excellent. Uh, so, yeah, you can see that the safety uh, does look like it was not uh, secured. So that's something. Um, but uh, you're also noticing that um, it appears like uh, the bolts and everything else looks fine. So aside from the safety not being attached, everything else looks fine in, in this area anyway. But it does look like an old light. Like it has definitely been, you know, slapsticked back together numerous times. Other than the big dent in it now. Yes. <laughs> I, I hung lights at the Williamstown Theater Festival when I was 20. I, I've, I've been around this kind of thing before. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. 
So, um, baby, you're you're heading out into the lobby. So as you get out there, Eddie Rue is just pouring wine into everybody's cups, um, and they are continuing to overflow. Um, and everybody just keeps like <laughs> with the wine. Um, what do you all want to do? What do you want to ask? You've got Xavier out here, and Ginger, and Demeter. Remind me who Xavier is again? The other actor? No. No, Xavier runs Boutique Antics, and uh, he. He just looks like he was an avid patron to you. But if you remember from looking at the program, you do see that Boutique Antics was a sponsor of the show. Sure. And probably had, probably donated a lot of the set pieces and things. And probably some of the costumes. Yeah, for sure. I think um, I think I'm trying to name something that I fear. And I fear that the perpetrator will what will get will walk away, like will leave. It's very sort of like. You know, I'm, I'm I'm afraid of that. So, like, I'm trying to, like, make sure to corral these people as much as possible by staying as calm as possible for fear of uh, them going. So I'm like, and it's, if people are, like, wandering away, I'm, like, sort of, like, grabbing them away, oh, grabbing them uh, to have them come back and be like, no, 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 we should all stay together. That sort of thing. I don't know if that's a real fear, but I'm, a, I'm more afraid that, like, that someone will, won't get questioned that needs to get questioned. So are you are you doing that in lieu of meddling in lieu of finding a clue? I don't know. I, I feel like maybe that is I don't know if it is meddling. I don't know how to I don't I'm having a hard time figuring out how to meddle in this situation beyond sort of like getting in the you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just like maybe by sticking my nose in everybody's business um, as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, you to can see if um, anybody's not upset. Yeah, you know, OK. Um, yeah. So go ahead and roll for metal and then we'll play out the conversation. Oh, no. That's bad. I rolled a, a three plus at, at most one. So a four is the best <laughs> that I did here. My, mo- uh, my, my high roll mojo seems to be gone today. <laughs> Don't forget that you can put on a crown uh, oh, if you would I, like to, to bump that up. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have. Um, I think I'm gonna do a crown of the queen. Yes, I'm going to uh, flashback to. Do you know what I think this is? I think this is a scene in the present day showing a private side of you. Very few get to see. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the. I think it's Eddie Rue being sort of like really maternal, mm-hmm. right? And actually like being good at taking care of people in distress, uh, emotional distress. I think that's 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 the crown I want to put on. So she so she sort of just to like instantly is able to be like our getting everybody sort of like settled. Everyone just saw a man die. Right. And so getting everybody settled and maybe talking some t- telling some fun stories, but also just sort of like little hands on hands, that sort of thing. Yeah. In particular, you can see that Demeter is is very receptive to this uh, because she hasn't said anything um, at all. And she's and you can see that like her hands are shaking as she's like drinking, um, uh, drinking the wine or trying to drink the wine. Sure. And Ginger, Ginger looks like a deer in headlights, but it hasn't spoken yet either. But she at least has maybe seen people die before. <laughs> not like this, but like, you know, has seen Certainly it. Not a light that she hung. <laughs> yes. Um, and. And Xavier is uh, is 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 definitely appreciative as well. Okay, and I feel like the clue. I'm looking for a a clue. And is the director not there? The director, as far as you know, is calling for uh, calling the police. But Jones is still inside the theater. Uh, Jones. Yeah. That's, okay. So Jones is still in the theater. So I just want to calm 
keep everybody calm and maybe get maybe figure out if any but they're all they're all cool all these people seem then in that case ginger is the person that i probably would hone in on and be like is there anything you know just sort of like how did that work how did that go do, do you remember is that a weird light I mean, I, I no. I mean, they're not. They, I, I, I do my job. I do my job very, very well. I do my job very, very well. Like, I, this, that's not, that's not what was supposed to, supposed to happen. But I have definitely, like, you know, I've taped every light in this place back together with my own spit and gum for twenty years. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe my spit is, is, is not as strong as it used to be. But, but I'm not careless. I'm not careless. I was very careful. I'm, lights fall there is a saying in theater that if you're an asshole a light will fall on your head it's not it's not like it's it's like don't say macbeth in the theater right so like maybe that's maybe oh. that's really what's oh, going honey, on don't do that now we you don't need extra it. luck oh <laughs> all right well, it's a good thing we're in the lobby all right well well, well isn't we're that a saying i've heard that saying baby you've heard that saying right you've heard that saying that it, like it's like if, if you're an asshole the light will fall on your head you've heard that saying right because it's not my fault like i mean i, I my, my my spit is very strong my spit is very strong I've never heard that saying. Darling, I trust your spit, but everybody in the theater is an asshole. <laughs> Do you say this in that front of Lane? We'd all be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. <laughs> Ginger, did anybody else help you with lights or hanging or anything? Was anybody else on the catwalk? I, uh, I mean, not, not, not that I, not that I saw. I mean, I, I, I mean. This is going to sound so dumb now, but but uh, we did have an argument about how Killigan couldn't find his light a few days ago. We did have that argument, but I swear, I swear, that's not that's not what's happening here. It's not what I did. I I I, I didn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done that. And and Demir's like, we 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 know. We know. Everybody fought with it. It's fine. It's fine. And she's she's sort of coming back to herself. And Xavier is just like, ah, oh, hmm. Well, you know, if if everybody fought with him, that's that's something. I mean, I've known Killigan for years, and he was all, he's always been a very nice man to me. And and Ginger and and Demeter just sort of exchange looks for a second. Lane, it's giving a little bit of Phantom of the Opera in this moment, isn't it? Well, it, it was a light that fell, not a chandelier. Well, yes, obviously. I just think the parallels were a coincidence. Well, the chandelier is supposed to fall in that one. Lane, for God damn it! Um, I'm going to. Take out a cigarette and just be like, do you want to take a step outside? Who are you trying to ask to take a step outside? Ginger. I think she needs to calm down. Oh, Ginger. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And and Ginger, who, uh, who yes, is is sort of looking a little shell-shocked. She's like, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, can I bum, like, three? And, of course. Uh, three packs. <laughs> 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 she'll she'll follow you out. Um, so I did give you a clue there, uh, Eddie Rue, uh, about the the conversation or the argument about finding your light. And then let's check back in with Doris. Doris, you're around um, the dead body, as it were, with all of the cast, who all are just sort of standing there, just like with their eyes like this big. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Patrice is like, "I'm going to use this as a moment, I think, to like." practice and she like lays down on the on the set and just like tries to get very very still doris kind of just stares at her and like <laughs> okay how about everyone else i think this is a good moment maybe we just move away like let's all sit down like let's just relax isn't the right word because of what just happened but we just we can be calm we can we can we can relax so yeah and i think doris is gonna try to like get everyone to like just like similarly to what's going on in the lobby, kind of stay in one place where we can kind of keep an eye on them. But also while she's trying to like sit everybody down, 
mitigate the shock. Um, I think she wants to meddle to see if like what the gossip is on Killian Killigan and what if anyone would have had a a reason to to off him in a dramatic way. Fantastic. So you can see um, immediately that like Wendy is trying like hell to burrow herself into Numo and Numo is like trying to like remain professional and he's just like he keeps like being like I, I know I know it's it's sad but like like you said yeah and she's just like no 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 and she's she's trying to do that and so he's like he's sort of taking her um separating uh from from this this group here but Patrice um and Liam are there um and they just uh Patrice is lying down on the ground and Liam is just sort of looking down at her and looking at Killigan and then looking at, at her and then looking at you who's Liam again Liam played Claudius ah He's in his 50s. He's in everything, too, but he's always the second fiddle. Got it. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Mm-hmm. Is, is Patrice pretending to be dead right now? Is she like that? You could ask her. <laughs> well, I'm not in the room. I'm not in the room. <laughs> She's doing research. Uh, I think Doris is going to go over to Liam and be like, is she always like this? Oh, uh, Patrice? Yeah, she's she's um, she's great, isn't she? I mean, just... And you can see that, like, he, he had, like, kind of a fake British accent going during the show. And now he's just like, ah, oh, fuck, I lost it. I always lose it. <laughs> uh, mm, ah, mm, ah, cheerio. Um, yes, she's trying to, um, she's, um, Patrice, what are you, what are you doing there? What are you doing there? Um, and she's just like, stop, stop with the accent. It's not working. This is working. Uh, and she's, she's just continues to lay there. And he's yes, yes, she's she's getting into character. That that's it. That's closer. Um, she's getting into character, practicing her death. I never understood actors. Um, Liam, can you just was there anyone new backstage today? Like this doesn't seem even if a light just ran, happened to fall, it seemed very lucky that it hit someone square on the head. So I'm just curious if if there's been anyone. I don't know weird backstage lately yeah roll to metal roll to metal do i add reason you can add whichever one you think makes the most sense yeah reason i think makes a lot of sense composure makes a lot of sense presence make a lot of sense any of those things work got it i'll add i'll add reason six plus one is seven (laughs) i got different dice than last time and it's still (laughs) Awesome. You want to put on that crown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> I love. We love a crown. <laughs> love a crown. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I'll do. I'll do crown of the void, shadow in the garden. <gasps> Woo! Uh, here after doing cozy vignettes focused on you or cozy move scenes involving you, you must also narrate how dark entities suddenly reveal themselves in the scene. Fantastic. Neat. Uh, I love it. Awesome. So, yeah. So, so, uh, Liam sort of stares at you for a second. He's like, uh, new people. I, I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen, uh, oh, ah. and he keeps trying to find the, the accent and it keeps evading him. And he's like, mm, I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't seen, um, any new people around here, but, um, you know, I do know that, um, Mabel got a threatening letter. And Patrice is just like, please stop. Oh, I think I found it now. The letter? You you found the letter? 
I found the voice. No, the letter. Oh, oh. The letter. I think that she got a letter about this production. Yes, this production was not what people were envisioning, I think. And she got a letter because she had taken the theater in a new direction. You know? You know, she had taken this whole production in a new... Uh, uh, I lost it. Uh, it's a lovely way to pass the time, don't you think, the theater? Especially when so when one has so many interests. I will say that I was confused why Killigan was cast as Hamlet. I mean, had I known Jones wanted to go older, I might have thrown my hat in the ring, but I likely wouldn't have had the time, you know, with between that and my store. You have been to my store because you, oh yes, you have that mouse. You've been to my store. Of course. My, st- my pet, my putty tat? Oh, 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 yes, that store. Yes, of of course. Yes. I haven't been in a while, but it's it's lovely. It's lovely. Yes, 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 yes. Um, circling circling back to the letter. Did oh, did that. you did did Mabel say who sent it? Was it signed? Because that that seems like it would be pretty pretty important. Oh, um, well, uh, it was not signed as far as I know. Uh, but, uh, you know how these things are. People get very worked up in the theater, don't they, Patrice? Yes, Liam, they do. Very worked up. There's a dead body just like five feet away from her, by the way, just like it's sitting there with the light on its head. Uh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Liam. You've been, you've been very helpful and I'll, I'll be sure to stop into the putty tat. As soon as Mouse needs more toys, you know? Toys. Pet my putty tat. So, yes, sorry? yes. Pet my putty tat. You uh, must of, use the of whole course. name. Of course, pet of course. Pet my putty tat. Yes, I would yes. love to pet your putty tat. Um, next time I'm by, I will I will definitely stop in. We would love to have you. Wonderful. And Patrice just says, your name is stupid. Uh, Patrice, did you didn't see anything weird? You've been lying on the ground communing with the dead body i i mean you know what is weird it's weird that i'm playing the mother of someone 10 years older than me that's what's weird that is what's weird i mean like i mean he's like 20 he's ancient killigan was ancient i mean i know he's like right there and this is this is very <sighs> whatever but like i'm an actor this is what i do you know i'm i'm just i'm just an old act say la vie maybe we'll do our time town again but you know with my luck killigan would have been cast as the stage manager and George and every other character in town. You know, I did try to suggest that maybe we do an all-female version of Hamlet, but <laughs> Mabel didn't want to go in that direction with Jones's cast. So what shall we do? What yep. shall we do? Uh, you seem, it seems like you and Kelly don't get along so well. And Liam and Patrice look at each other and then they look at Liam's dead body on the stage and they just go, Killigan didn't get along with anybody. Hmm. I see. I, I guess sometimes you don't get along with people and then then things happen. I don't know. This is all very, this is a lot. Um, thank you both. You've been very helpful. <laughs> Fantastic. Lane, uh, where are you? Since Lane has sort of uh, checked out this light and sort of realized, hmm, this is, uh, the only thing that's not above board was the safety uh, on it, has gone to again shadow Jones, Galois, and just just see how he's uh, how he's reacting. And as soon as he sort of sees you, he's just like, well, I did tell you I wanted to leave the theater. I mean, I guess that's one way to go. Well, but he's leaving the theater. You're still here. Yes. Yeah, I am still here. Hmm. Well, and, you know, conveniently, your name's not on the production anymore, so. Well, I mean, it, 
as a consultant. Yes. The consultant doesn't necessarily take the fall for a dead lead actor. Good point. Good point. You know, I'm, I'm now sort of questioning why I stayed at all. I mean, I, I should have just probably left. I should have just left her to do this whole thing herself. I, I really should have. But I, but I stayed, you know, because I, because I watched her grow up. Right. She, I mean, Mabel, she's she's an adult now. And and Helen wanted her to run the theater, I guess. But I, can, I couldn't in good conscience, you know, let the theater become radicalized, the lowest denominator without without some force for good in here. But now this has happened. And well, this is pretty radical. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think uh, I think Lane is going to sort of press a little more um and I, I this is probably a move uh but sort of, sort of ask was this could this have happened before everything went down yeah go ahead and roll the metal yeah um probably with presence right yeah um, damn bones going today that's an 11 four six one it's two void clues i owe because i owe one to doris as well so gotta keep track of those um, fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, Jones just sort of looks at you and he's like, no, of course. I mean, th this would not have happened before. This would not have happened before. You know, it's just, I mean, Killigan and I are contemporaries. I mean, you, you, you are contemporaries with me and Killigan as well. Right. You know, and I know that he was sure. an older choice. I, I know he was an older choice, but I, I knew that he could handle the role. And there are so few people in town who could have handled Hamlet. Right. Of, of course, of course. But you know, the, there is this it's the easiest role in Shakespeare. It's just, it's very easy. It's five, it's five monologues. And you saw him. I mean, yes, he called for line a few times, but when he was, when he was with it, Lane, he was with it, you know? Anyway. He seemed poisoned to me, but okay. Poisoned? He was delivering the monologue. Uh, not, the acting technique I would say he was using was inhaled a lot of carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> There's that wit of yours. I do like that wit. I do... Remember that wit. I do know that that he he got into quite the fierce argument with um what do they call it? What do they call it? Um drama drama specialist. Dramaturg. Dramaturg, yes, dramaturg. Um got into a very, very big fight about the um the um Lobby display, right? Killigan thought it was crass. Um, very, very crass, you know. They got into quite the heated conversation, as I recall. He won. You know, it's not up anymore. So, he won. What was it? Oh, you know, it was, uh, it was bloody and had a lot of information about um, something called a final girl. I don't know. Whatever these things are, I don't know. It's just she was quoting lots of things and putting a lot of information about here that had nothing to do with Shakespeare and had everything to do with this horror film that nobody cares about. So, you know, uh, yeah, uh, yell, yeah, shout, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stomp? I think it, something yes, like that. Something, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Lane, while you're sort of talking to him, um, you get this uh, this overwhelming like as as he's sort of describing this lobby display, you get this. Um, choked up feeling in your throat it's like this this stench that has become lodged in like right in the center there of wet decomposing plants uh and it's just sort of like kind of clogging everything up as he's talking and like talking about this lobby display 
that is your void clue. Interesting. But then as, as soon as, as soon as like you start to like kind of choke through that, it's gone. Yeah, as he's describing this lobby display, uh, Lane sort of gets like, you know, the like cartoon, like following a pie s smell like <laughs> that, but for this, this wet de decomposing plant stench, uh, that ends what, you know, 30 feet in one direction in the middle of a room. <laughs> yes. All right, let's cut back over to um, Baby and uh, Eddie Rue. Uh, so let's go back to let's go to Baby because you're going to be outside smoking, and then we'll we'll check back in with Baby Rue uh, with Eddie Rue, and we'll see if people want to come back together in a specific way so that we can we're not all separated. But Baby, you're with Ginger, Ginger, who is on her uh, second or third cigarette and still hasn't said anything, but is just chain smoking them back to back to back. Um, her keys sort of jingling on her hip ever so ever so slightly, and she is a little taller than you, but not by much. Um, what do you? want to do what do you want what do you do i want to take a lap around the theater i think let's just let's walk away from the front door we'll take a walk around <clears throat> because i have a sneaking suspicion that whoever did it might try to dip out the back if there is a back door so we're just going to take a cute little lap all right um i'm gonna make you do a night move Ooh. so how that works is you will um, when you do something risky or face something you fear, name what you were, what you're afraid will happen if you fail or lose your nerve. And the keeper will tell you how it is much worse than you fear. You can choose to back down or go through with it. If you go through with it, roll with the appropriate ability. So you're going to take this little tour around the building. Name something that you fear will happen. I fear that we're going to run into someone trying to get out. Great. So here's what will happen if you fail this role. Um, not only will you uh, run into somebody who's leaving, but more than likely one or both of you will end up uh, seriously injured from an attack. Stir the pot. Let's go. <laughs> Roll with the appropriate ability. Composure. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I feel composure. Like composure is fitting. Mm hmm. All right, <clears throat> live fast, die young, bad girls do it well. Um, that's not the right song, but oh no, oh no. <laughs> um, what's my point for composure? It's not very high, is it? Oh, it's a whole one. Great. <laughs> All right, well, I got a six. <laughs> Great. So yeah, as you are turning the this corner around the building, um, this shadowy figure pops out of uh, of somewhere, and you are stabbed three times, baby. <laughs> or you can put on a crown. Fuck! <laughs> I kind of have to. I'm old. I, do I have a life alert? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be very helpful in this moment. <laughs> it's like the heart attack guy, but he's getting stabbed. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. I'm having a heart attack rather than <laughs> instead of like, I'm being stabbed. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Uh, crown of the Queen, Crown of the Void. Oh boy. Flashbacks aren't going to help me when I'm being stabbed. <laughs> they might. They might warn you from taking this trajectory. I mean, I did work in medical insurance as a secretary, so technically <laughs> this would be very on brand. Um, let's see. I think we're going to do a flashback of my dear old husband, Bill, who went missing in the war. In the war, in quotation marks. Okay, so how does that <laughs> flashback manifest in, in this moment? To help save my skin? Yeah. Uh, you know how in 
the second Harry Potter movie, Hermione avoids getting killed by using um, a mirror to check the corners. Mm-hmm. We're going to be Hermione right now. How is that related to Bill in the war? Because when Bill would leave, he would always just be like, you need to take certain steps. If you ever hear a noise in the house, don't walk straight into it. Make sure that you check around the corners, check for visibility spots. The military man, he's jaded. And I'm a tiny little frail woman that must be protected. I love it. Yes. So you were calling all of this memory uh, to the fore as you're sort of checking around the corners. Um, and lucky for you, because you have checked around those corners, um, you're not really seeing anything. Um, you actually do see what you think is a shadowy figure in the distance. But when you turn the corner, it's gone. Um, almost as if it saw the light reflecting off of the mirror and ran in the other direction, maybe possibly, perhaps, but you're able to do a full sweep um, and it looks like everything's secure and it looks like, it looks like maybe nobody has had the chance to leave. Okay. I'm going to, can I do a Maven move right now? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, Fun fact for those of you listeners that don't know, you can actually make a DIY door lock out of a fork. This is a fun fact that I've learned and we serve fruitcake. So I have a fork. (laughs) I'm going to lock the back door from the outside. All right. Well, we, if you're using your Angus Magu- MacGyver move, then we need to see um, uh, what other people can offer you to make this whole thing together. Right. Hell so yeah. when you improvise in a situation using whatever is at hand, ask the other players and keeper to name three objects you find in the environment. Uh, and then you'll give a plausible Ooh. explanation about how you're doing this. So Doris, Eddie Rue, Lane, what can she find in this environment? Friends. Well, the fork is great. That's one thing. I think. I think. I think that's my contribution. I think. Listen, as the, as the keeper of the fruitcake, you've certainly got <laughs> um, very fine, very fine, sturdy flatware. Big plastic bag of tie line. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, like, like, I think like a big old a big old cinder block that just chills outside the back door that people used to prop it open. Amazing. All right, so baby, how are you going to put all of those things together? <laughs> okay, so obviously we have the fork. What else? Is there anything else back there? Because the tie line, I'm thinking a little tripwire. What do you do in your spare time? No, nothing. Just think about different ways to set up traps. Um, <clears throat> Ginger's with you, and she's also got a lot of tools on her tool belt and, and her keys and stuff. And so she's she will help you do whatever you want to do. Is there anything else by the door besides the center block? Is there like... Oh, a- there's like an ashtray, like, like a big standing ashtray. Um one of those things. Um, Perfect. And it's got sand in the bottom, right? Yeah. Perfect. All right. So we put the little ashtray, meow, center block, meow, tie line, meow. Perfection. We got the fork in the door to wang jangle the bejesus out of it. So that feels very good. One, if the door gets opened, it has to be used by force. Two, the fork will drop. That'll make a sound. Three, the person will trip on the wire cinder block and ashtray falling down makes a lot of noise hell yeah i'm crafty let's go i love it so much and ginger is just like yeah um are you single by any chance as like the as like the camera's like sort of like hands away from you all as you continue your trek and you can see that the um ambulance is approaching um to finally the emts have arrived um so then let's uh, let's do like a jump cut here. Um, Eddie, Rue, Doris, Lane, baby, um, you're all together. What, it, what are you talking about? 
as the EMT is taking care of other stuff and the police have said, nobody leaves because we have to get statements and whatnot. So you all are finally together in a place and you can share your information. I tried to make some headway on who hated Killigan the most, like who maybe would have wanted him dead. But it kind of seems like he wasn't very popular with everyone. Although Patrice in particular really was was really just going on and on about how much she didn't like him and he gets all the roles and all these things. So she also laid down for a really long time, which could could have been the shock, but also could have been hiding her involvement by being like, no, I'm just going to lay here. So mm, I don't know. What did you guys find out? Ooh, well, I found out a few things, I guess. Yeah, okay. There was an argument with Killigan about finding your light um, made by made with somebody. I haven't seen Mabel. That's the one thing that I'm the most... She's the only one that I haven't seen. Ooh, that reminds me. I heard also that Mabel got a threatening letter from someone who wasn't happy with the direction she was taking the production. Where is Mabel? I haven't seen her. Should we all go find her? Seems like the logical next step. Cue Shania Twain's. Let's go, girls. Yeah, we okay. I think we I think we all sort of like search the catacombs of the of the former church to find where Mabel may have gone. Fantastic. Um, so as you're sort of winding your way around, uh, uh, the Bert Halloran, assistant deputy Bert Halloran, does like shout at you all like, okay, but don't leave, right? You know, not to leave. Nobody's allowed to leave, right? We're old hat at this, Bert. We know, you know, we know. Okay, okay, because Sheriff Dalrymple will be really upset if anybody leaves, so nobody leave, right? I'm sure Buildings have multiple rooms, Bert. Okay, but nobody's gonna leave. Are you gonna miss us? No. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Yes. Okay. 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 Um. Uh. uh we haven't talked to you yet, so we'll, we'll talk to you. We'll get your statement in a minute. Mm. Okay. Okay. You're writing down this time. We took notes. Great. Okay. Okay. Great. Fantastic. All right. And so then you you sort of head off. Um. And you can see that he is talking to uh Xavier Olson, um, who is is still looking very very distraught. Um. And Doris, as you're sort of like turning away from him um you do see that like it looks like he has a tattoo for a second like on the back of his neck um almost like it looks like an eye of some sort but then when you look again it's not there at all and that is your void clue so you do find um what appears to be mabel's office the door is closed do we i think we i think we sort of like just quietly like, listen before we open the door to hear if we hear anything. But then otherwise we try to open the door. So you're, you're just sort of listening there. Go ahead and roll to metal. Rolling to metal. Ooh. Our four heads are all on top of each other, right? Like oh, yeah. Four on three stooges. It's four stooges. <laughs> I wanted to get you all back together for the visuals alone of these four <laughs> old women being like, mur, mur, mur. I feel like, would this be reason? Makes Examining. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Okay. Um, yeah. So you've got your uh, ear to the door um, and you can hear on the other side, um, just like the, the very faint sound of, of crying. Um, it's just, it's very, very faint, um, but it's definitely this overcome emotional thing. Um, 
But as you're listening very hard, you can see like in front of you that there's this trash can and the trash can looks um, a little out of place. Like it, like there's a hole in the floor, like a ring around the floor where it was supposed to be, but it's off by a few inches. Uh, I think, I think I say to Doris, well, let's see if there's something underneath it maybe, or, you know. And when you do, you discover that there is a full roll of black gaff tape at the bottom of the trash can looking pristine. Oh, something that would be very helpful in securing lights that has not been used. It seems pretty wasteful to throw away something so expensive. It's true. It's very expensive. Well, let's not touch it, ladies. Does anyone have a baggie? Baby. Okay, I have the baggie. Okay. I literally have bags everywhere. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, For your listen- listeners, yes. Corey pulled a bag without standing up, just like into the frame. <laughs> and, and not just any bag. It looks like it's the kind of bag that you put your produce in. Oh, no, it's a, it's, it's like a, it's bag. just a plastic bag that was found. But yeah. I have several bags of bags. <laughs> There's one under the red table. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> Allow me. <laughs> Uh, for everyone listening just imagine that you have a dog and you're scooping up poop that's how I'm trying to mimic this sanitary tape rescue do we go in and talk to Mabel I don't think we should barge in we should be gentle she might be very distraught what if we just crack the door open we don't we don't want to cause any more stress I'll take out some fruit cake uh, snacks are always comforting in moments like yeah, Did you bring absolutely. any wine? Did I bring any wine? <laughs> okay, yes, good. Just one box of Franzia then? Um, I just imagine Eddie Ruse carrying like several open bottles with her and so and like indiscriminately chugging from each of them. Just play. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh, never stray from the bottle, darling. Never stray from the bottom <laughs> bottle. She has a glass. We did have those very overfull glasses earlier. Yeah. I'm imagining yeah. we're all going to peek through the door, kind of like that Thanksgiving Friends episode where they all hello, like... Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, very much yeah. like that. Hello. Wait, how many, how many glasses of wine have you had, Eddie Rue? Oh, just... Oh, I oh me? Just the yeah. one. I've just been one. serving others. Okay. Who's drunk? Is anybody drunk? I didn't get to be by the wine very Maybe much. I, if, if, if I did my job right and I put on the crown for it, I'd say everybody but us is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Like not for nothing. Like I, I the goal. I think that very much was we got the we got those people drunk. <laughs> it was not nearly far enough into the show to get drunk. You, you get drunk after Act One. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. So I think we go in. I think we have to go in. We sort of go in and just sort of like gingerly like knock on the door, say Mabel, and sort of like open the door and, uh, darling. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, hi. Oh, I forgot you all were here. I'm so sorry. And now you're you're stuck here until they finish with you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, it's not your fault, I'm sure. No, I mean, it's not. It's not my fault. It's, um, honestly, it's Jones's fault for casting him. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. Well, it sounds like you got Jones out of your hair now. So, however that, however that news will take it, there you are. What do you mean out of my hair? Did he leave? He's not allowed to leave. No one's allowed to leave. No, he didn't leave. He's going to leave the theater. As a craft, I mean. Not as a building. Oh. Well, there's no loss there, I suppose. 
Everyone has their time. But before all of that happened, did you like it? It was very innovative. Have some fruit cake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that I gave it to you. I'm glad that we had it, that you brought it, that we had it available. To be fair, darling, when you said horror, we, you know, we're old. We definitely were expecting a different show before we showed up. Um, But a delightful surprise uh, for the, until the actual surprise. I no longer give notes. <laughs> you don't, you don't give notes. I mean, I would love your notes, Lane. I mean, I think, I mean, I've gotten plenty from Demeter, let me tell you. But like, I mean, aside from that, I just think I, th- I would love to know. I mean, if, My if dear, there's something. You're, you're new at the position, I understand. With, my notes are no longer welcome in this town. <laughs> oh, Oh, you yes, might I, not love the notes, is what we're saying. <laughs> I do. I do remember my mother saying something to that effect. Yes, yes, I, I do remember that. Yes. Um. Mm. um well, May, Mabel. Sp- speaking of notes, um, not to to bring up a sore subject, but uh, someone was telling me you got a a letter that was ma- perhaps vaguely threatening, and I just was curious if you might know who sent that because I just ah. Uh, I just don't think I just don't think Ginger would allow a safety thing to happen. I think there might have been another motive. So I don't know. Roll to metal. Come on, dice. Be better to me. I'm gonna roll them one at a time. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. Excellent. Doris, you got the hot dice. Ginger has just been on my case forever about new lights and, and, and we're going to get there. But like, no, I mean, it's not it's not Ginger's fault. It's nobody's fault. And that note, I mean, that note is just I mean, the bigger problem, if I'm being perfectly honest, is is the GeoCities page. Have you seen this? Have you seen this page? No. Well, I mean, don't look at it. It's bad. But like, I mean, the note, the note is fine. People can disagree with my leadership of, at, at any point in time. They can they can disagree at any point in time. But some person behind the scenes has been posting on this GeoCities page about our production. And I, 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 I wouldn't even like look at it myself. It's just been very derogatory towards, well, to be honest, towards Killigan. I mean, it's not nice to speak ill of the dead, but you know, there you have it. And then they've had information about the production before it's up. So presumably it's somebody involved. I mean, presumably, I, I suppose, but I, I honestly don't know who would do that. My mother never had this kind of problem, never had this kind of problem. So I really just don't understand. And I mean, it's so rude, too. I mean, it's just like I've changed the opening song so many times and every single time they just like keep changing the background music on this page. And so now it's it's give me one reason to stay here. But before that, it was, you know, um, mm. I don't know, another 90 song that I'm now blanking <laughs> on. I had a whole list in my head and then they just all left. Talk but wait a minute. An, an, an this is, this song. was the this was the first invited performance. How do they know what the opening music is? Again, it's somebody in the cast. I think it's somebody involved with the production, and it's been snarky as hell. So I assume that the threatening letter is also coming from you know inside the house, as it were, from the people who made the person who made the GeoCities page. So the letter was coming from inside the house. That's what I think. Hmm. My mother never had to put up with this kind of thing. Has Jones been sitting in on a lot of rehearsals since he got mm, demoted, shall we say? There we go. Thank you, baby. Yes. I mean, he has been he has been a huge help. He's been a huge help this entire time. Very helpful. That's why he stayed on as a consultant. 
I've never heard of a consultant for theater. Lane? Well, let's just say it, uh, it is, is, let's just say. Well put, Lane, well put. Yes, let's just say. Okay, well, is there anything that we can do to help you right now? I know we are barging in and you're going to have a whole onslaught of questions, but all of that aside, this has been a very big night for you in many, many different ways. Is there anything we can do to help you? I mean, uh, no, not not at the moment. I mean, I just, I just, I really, the theater's not doing so well. And I just, I just, this can't, we have to open in three days. And so now I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to do that. So if one of you wants, Lane, I just had a brilliant idea. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Cut two. <laughs> Lane's making a comeback. Oh my God. Lane, would you? Oh my goodness, I can't believe. I can't, but this just occurred to me. But this is, this is perfect, actually. I mean, not perfect. I mean, terrible circumstance, terrible circumstance, obviously. But, but what, wouldn't it be wonderful? I mean, just fantastic. You would be miraculous. And, and, you know, Patrice and I really did want to do an all female Hamlet. You know this, right? Like, we did. We did. We had to stick with Jones's cast. We had to. But, but now we don't have to. So, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You and Patrice, you as Hamlet. Her is Gertrude. Yes, she's still younger than you, but it would work. It would work. It would be two powerhouses meeting. Lane has turned completely white. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. Um, Lane looks to the other mavens uh, with sort of, and puts an eyebrow up in like, can this, can this be helpful? Well... Lane, I think it'd be wonderful. Isn't that so nice? I think there'd be a lot of publicity involved in such a performance, you know, a little bit of a white knight situation. And such a different perspective. Well, I might add that if you want an all-female Hamlet, you're going to need some more women in the cast. And Lane looks again to the other mavens. Oh, no, no, no. I could never. Terrible stage fright. <gasps> Terrible. I mostly do backstage work. I mean, it would be it would be such an interesting direction, though, wouldn't it? Oh, Lane, excellently. I mean, I mean, I would. I, I'll be perfectly honest. I would like to hear you read. I mean, I know Lane. I know Lane is um is a very accomplished Broadway actress. But but uh, I mean, I would love to have the rest of you read um for for parts uh just to make sure you know that we've got like the the right the right people. I don't want another um. Esther situation on my hands, you know. Well, I suppose as long as you could manage to fire Liam, you'd get your all-female cast. Fire Liam? Well, he can't be in the show. It's an all-female cast. Oh, I suppose that's right. I'll talk to him. He'll, he can be our one man. I'm sure he'd look lovely in drag. Oh, mm. that's an idea. Hmm. Oh, I have so many plans to do. Oh, I will make so many plans. Okay, okay, don't tell Liam yet because I have to figure out how I'm going to break it to him because uh, I'm pretty sure he thought he would be stepping into the role of Hamlet if something happened to Killigan, but I, did, but I just can't. It just wouldn't work that way. No, this is the way we're going. This is the way we're going. Okay, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, um, oh, very tragic about Killigan. Very, very sad, very, very sad. My, course, I'm feeling course, all of my feelings. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. I'll talk to you well, later. Thank you. Well, if Wendy's going to be playing Claudius, then Liam is clearly going to be playing Ophelia. Oh, well, that's well, an that's idea. that's fun. That's an, that's an interesting twist, an interesting twist. Hmm, hmm. Oh, Lane, do you have a thing for Liam? That's so cute. You saucy minx. I, listen. I didn't know! Sometimes. 
Eddie Rue is just <laughs> smiling so big. <laughs> you always put you always put some of the biggest talent in some of the most cameo roles, let's say. I love this so much. Is that a clue, though, by the way, that uh, that somebody that Liam wanted to Liam would have taken over the role or assumed? No. In fact, no. some of these things that we have in here aren't clues. Um, okay. <laughs> I know. Cool. I know. I'm going to I'm just going to delete them. But it's not because I don't uh, No, delete yeah. the ones that aren't clues because. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would love to get a clue. <laughs> I would love for you to get a clue. We've all been cast in the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You've been cast. Yeah, the show. other people have to audition. And we'll just politely not show. <laughs> yeah, I think we can confirm that Mabel's, she's good. Or she's not Mabel, our person yeah. of interest, interest. Yeah, I just want to get more information about um, the director specifically. Oh, no, I guess, I don't know. We have something about the director. We have something about Demeter. And Liam would be an interesting person to talk to. And Patrice would be an issue, but Patrice, we haven't really talked to Patrice. Yeah. So maybe that's the person that I want to go and sort of like meddle with a little bit. Just sort of like get her perspective and needle her. Maybe she's drunk by now, so maybe I can just get... Yeah, I don't know. I think I want to go walk up to Patrice, who is, is everybody is... Is there like... I imagine I've like pulled her... I'm like asking questions. I'm sorry. Like, let's pull her away from the cops after she gave her statement or something. And just sort of like check in with Patrice just to say like... How are you doing? And I guess there's a possibility. Maybe I'll share the information that there's a possibility that she'll get her all-female Hamlet now. Oh, excellent! Yeah, um, so you can pull her. So I we can go to we can go to the dressing room, um, and and like we'll find we'll just like have you all secluded into the dressing room um, of this this remade church. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll Patrice. pull out my glass chess set and and we can be playing chess while we have this conversation. Oh, I love it. Um, so go ahead and roll to metal and then um, have this conversation. And because it's with my chess set, I get advantage. Damn straight you do. So I'm going to. And I'm is everybody there, my... too? Or did you all come with? Yeah, I, I think, think we're so. going to leave Mabel. We've kind of lifted her spirits, given her a thing to focus on. She's good. We've cleared her. Yeah, I think we need to go out. I want to eavesdrop on people. I rolled a nine. Oh. Um, and I think that, so as we're talking, I'm just sort of like, you know, we're just sort of playing chess or whatever as we pass the time and wait. And I just sort of ask her, so so Patrice, obviously the show must go on. Obviously. Mm. Obviously, yes, you obviously. Know, it's, uh, but I overheard there's a, there's a potential for maybe an all-female version of Hamlet now. Oh no, no. That that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Mabel did not believe in my vision, you know, she very rarely does. I did write a play, you know. I wrote a play that I thought would be great for her introduction into this theater, and she turned it down. Oh, goodness. Well that's that's you know, that's that's certainly annoying. You should you should share it with us. Is that our clue, by the way? That is your clue. That is our clue. Lovely. It had so many parts for women. I mean, that's the thing. Under Jones's leadership, I mean, it was Helen's theater, but Jones directed everything. I never got a chance to shine. I assumed that when Mabel took over, I would have more of an opportunity here. But she seems just as sort of shot in her ways as, as her mother was before her and just My wants goodness. Jones to run things. I swear. I swear. 
Well, I wonder who'll be running it now, because surely Maple, well, this is a, such a black mark on the theater, perhaps it'll have to, maybe even Maple won't, won't survive it. I mean, that would certainly make Jones happy. I know that he was quite upset when he didn't get the theater outright from Helen. They had an affair going on for many years, don't you know? Rumors only, but it just seemed quite possible. Wow, that's quite, in, that's, 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 huh. And I think I just sort of like take a sip of my wine and refill hers. And that will be um, another clue for your is advantage. That another clue? Yes. Because oh, I wanted so to give you an extra one. Oh, and it's in so nice. This moment. I know, it's I'm so nice. You love us. I'm so nice. <laughs> so generous. Mm-hmm. Mm. But nobody knew about this relationship, of course. It was all very secret and nobody wanted to talk about it because it was, of course, too inappropriate. Sure, sure. Well, you know, she's dead now, so I suppose. You think that would stop Jones? <laughs> oh. uh, this what? wine is so good. <laughs> oh, thanks. I found it. <laughs> um, wow, a little necrophilia. Okay, I guess that's a conversation. <laughs> Um, as baby ooh. Doris and Lane, you all are sort of like eavesdropping on this in the um uh in in the dressing room. Um you do notice that there's this like loose floorboard underneath your foot. Perhaps uh baby, like you're the one who's like making all the swishy sound, and so then all of a sudden you hear like a squeak squeak underneath mm -hmm. your foot. Um and you look down and it is a loose floorboard. I okay. How many people are in the dressing room? Uh, it's just you four and uh, and and Patrice who is shwasted. Who is shwasted. Okay. I'm just going to pretend one of my gibbets fell off of my croc, so I'm gonna bend down to put that back on. For those Your 1997 you, crocs? Yeah, my 1997 crocs. Um, <laughs> or some slides. Well, we can go with some slides and socks. Um oh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> the classics. Eventually, so, I will upgrade to the pump-up shoes. But for now, <laughs> we're going to bend down to fix my shoe. Fantastic. As you sort of bend down, um, and and maybe maybe Lane and Doris, you're sort of seeing this too, as Eddie Rue is just sort of chuckling with with Patrice. Um, you pull out this box that has been hidden there, and when you when you open it, it's um, it's a box of programs uh, from the theater going back hundreds of years, but several of them seem to be have like bloody handprints and fingerprints on them. And it's as you're sort of holding this box up to your friends and just sort of like this, this horror. Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percival Hornack, and Nicholas Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Our Brenda Wood Bay campaign features Christopher Dierksen as Eddie Rue Dubois, Ben Ferber as Lane Walter, Corey Flores as Baby Garcia, Shannon Wade as Doris Makoviak, and our keeper C. Meeker. If you'd like to help us continue exploring the intersection of theater and tabletop role-playing games, consider leaving us a review on your podcast app of choice or supporting us and getting access to our patron-only bonus content at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddramanerds. You can find our social media and website links, including our cast bios, at the link tree in our show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Drama Nerds. Thank you.